Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Irked Music Geek, the podcast. This is the audio version of the website, irkedmusicgeek.com. If you are new, just just come on in. Come on in. That's fine. Let them come on in. Have a seat. Yes, there's music playing in the background today. You know why? Because this is our 100th episode. Where the hell y'all been? You're here now. So, join a celebration. But yes, Irk Music Geek 100th podcast episode. It's crazy. And the craziest part is, I actually would have um, got to this sooner had I not taken like a damn near a year off. But we are here. We are here now. Um, new people. Let me first shout out to my subscribers, my regular podcast listeners, regular blog readers. Um, however it is that you have been engaging with Irk Music Geek. Thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate you more than you will ever know. Audience has been growing. According to Spotify, Mexico has uh, this year been where the newest of listeners and subscribers have come from. So, que paso, mi amigos? I don't... Is it que pasa? Que pasa? I don't know. But thank you, Mexico. Thank you. But, like I said, um, this is Irked Music Geek. To my subscribers, bear with me while I catch up the latecomers. I know we at one down, and they just now getting here. But, you know, it's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So, they are here now. Let me catch y'all up and explain what this is, how this works, why I'm irked, all the good shit. Um, so like I said, this is the audio version of the website, irkedmusicgeek.com, which is an opinion-based blog where I give my first impressions of new music as it is released across various genres. I've always been an equal opportunity music listener, willing to give just about anything a chance, anything a first listen. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't, even if it's one of my faves. Um, and so this is the audio version of that on the blog. I just cover, you know, new music, tell you what I think about it. And so this is very similar, but I picked some songs that were released on New Music Friday. Usually it turns out to be somewhere between three to six. It just depends on how much content is out, how much I connected with to even feel like talking about and, you know, just what I got going on because this is not one of those podcasts that, you know, will be here for hours talking. Um, Joe Budden got that on lock. You know, this is just play some music, tell you what I think about it and get in and get out. And so, yeah, I picked the songs and I'll play a little bit of it for you. Usually somewhere between about a minute and a half, minute 50, just enough so that you can hear what I'm going to be basing my opinion off of. And then I'll tell you what I think about the song. Very easy, very simple to follow along. And like I said, I'm not going to hold you all day. A lot of people ask, why are you irked? What's up with that? And that is basically my sentiments and thoughts about a lot of other music review that's out here. Um, it's what prompted me to even start the blog as a music lover and, you know, a music lover from the time that I was young enough to just, you know, play my own music. 
I've always also been interested in reading opinions and reviews about the same music just to see if other people felt the same way I did about it or am I off? I just always have been curious about music reviews and opinions of music. And nowadays, I feel like with streaming and digital, um, a lot of these opinions aren't, they don't come across as authentic. They come across as if they're catering to certain people, certain labels, certain superstars. Um, and it, to a reader, it seems obvious that, you know, certain artists will never have a bad review. Um, all their music will be considered to be dope. It'll be hot. Uh, and you know, you would never think that some of these artists ever make a bad song and that's just not realistic. Um, I think it happens because a lot of these, uh, publications or blogs, whatever the case is, the people that's doing these reviews, I think they either have relationships with people in the industry or they want those relationships. And so they're afraid to be candid and honest about music because they don't want to ruffle feathers or burn bridges or piss people off to the point where they, you know, when they want to call, you know, Atlantic to interview Cardi or something or get an exclusive release ahead of, you know, the music release date. That if they call these people, they're going to be like, well, no, because on um, February 5th, 2020, you said that that song was trash and nope, we don't fuck with you. And I wholeheartedly believe that that actually happens and would happen. But um, I just think now it's gotten to the point where the it has affected the way some of these people review the music and it's just not honest. It's not authentic. And that's just not realistic. Like I said, every artist, even the top tier superstar artists, they're not going to make a perfect song every time. They're not going to make a good song every time. And I think they would even agree with you. Every artist, you know, usually you'll hear these interviews or read these interviews where years later, an artist comes out and be like, yeah, you know, that hit song of mine, hated it, hate it now. It's garbage. It's not my best work, you know? And so I think... Like I said, I just feel like a lot of these uh, people that do reviews just are afraid to be honest because of, you know, the industry, the music industry is based off relationships. And in order to excel in it, um, you kind of have to build those relationships and maintain them. But over here, I don't care about none of that. All I care about is, you know, hearing the music and just saying what I think it, it, it sounds like. And um, that may not always be favorable, but it's definitely not to be malicious. It's not to be mean and nasty. It's just to give my opinion. And I get it. Music is subjective. It is art. So everybody's not going to feel the same way about one particular song or another. But just like I said, we in this digital age and with streaming, it's so easy to upload your music. Like my eight-year-old could make a song and figure out how to upload it on SoundCloud. And so it's so easy to put music out there that we get a lot of music where I think a large consensus of people would agree it's trash. But you go to some of these websites and you just would never know. Or they constantly talk about these same artists. Um, and it's just, like I said, it's, it's obvious to me as a music lover and a music, um, review reader. And so this platform is just to give an honest, authentic opinion of what I think the music sounds like that is uninfluenced by the industry, because I don't care about forming relationships with these people. I don't care about interviewing Drake. I'm just here to talk about the music and give my honest opinion of what I think it sounds like. So that is 
irked music geek that is why i'm irked let's go ahead and get into the good shit for this 100th episode um before i get into new music that was released um let's go ahead and talk about this versus new battle that has been announced uh they coming back quickly thank god because sometimes them breaks in between are just a lot um but like i said after the gucci main and jeezy battle we need to slow it down a bit got a little too too crunk you know the holidays are coming don't nobody want that energy um around christmas time and you know this jolly good time so they did slow it down we didn't get the jodeci one that i thought we were gonna get um, we got the Keisha Cole versus Ashanti battle happening this coming Saturday, the 12th. And I'm super excited. I think this is a good one. Um, I don't know if the fellas are really going to give a damn about it, but for the ladies, it is about to be um, a good Saturday night. I'm a fan of both of them. Um, both of them are Libras. Ashanti actually has my actual birthday. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm just happy to see the battle happening um but I'm gonna have to say I'm just Keisha Cole yeah them first few albums she was my girl like yeah I really really fucked with Keisha Cole hard so that's who my vote is going to be for but again like I say with all these battles usually it's just gonna come down to a matter of personal preference um I did post a little video on the Earth Music Geek Twitter page uh, and it's going to be a new little thing that I'm going to do called the irk of the day, just because if you know me, 90% of the day, something is irking me. It's pissing me off. I'm annoyed. And so, um, as it relates to music, I figure I would just go ahead and post a different video, um, probably every day, maybe just depends on, you know, what's out there. But, uh, over the weekend after that battle was announced, I just kept seeing all this stuff on Twitter because I mean a lot of the conversation was oh Keisha's about to wash Ashanti um which I don't think that is accurate but a lot of people were like I mean y'all ain't believing in Ashanti but wait till she pulling that writing bag wait till she start playing some of those J-Lo records and where which ones because she didn't write none of J-Lo songs um I'll let you go find the video for what um really just kind of irked me about those conversations but yeah, Shanti has some hits, super, super duper hits. Uh, but as far as that pen go, no, they about the same because Keisha didn't really write all of her shit either. So it's it'll be evenly matched. Now, if we're talking vocals, duh, that's obvious. But songs, it's going to be a good battle. It's going to depend on what songs are played when. Um, of course, Ashanti is going to be able to dig in that feature bag because at one point she was kind of everywhere um and on some huge hits so it'll be a good battle to see so I'm excited about that and then I'm just curious you know because of this one where they're gonna go next it's been a lot of talk about some New York shit dip said and yeah I don't know but um let's get through this R&B one um I think it'll be I think I said I think it'll be good they're both Libras so you know if they anything like my type of Libra they're gonna be cute with it you know and they're gonna be no nasty shit but once the shade comes the other one's gonna be able to throw it right back so we'll see if that happens I don't know anything about personal history between these two or beefs or whatever but uh that should be an interesting battle to see so excited about that um but all right some of the releases that came out this new music Friday was sort of quiet um it wasn't a whole lot out here uh over the last few weeks 
um, with the exception of last week, but that was Thanksgiving, but it's been pretty loaded. And so I thought it was going to kind of keep up with that energy through the rest of the year. And there are some releases coming, but it's, it hadn't been as flooded as it looked like it was when the fourth quarter first started. Um, but some of the singles that did come out, um, ahead of new music Friday, uh, rich, the kid released a song called so heartless. Um, Lil Baby released two new singles, one called On Me, one called Everybody. I will be doing one of those for the episode, so we'll talk a little bit more about that. Mr. Easy, uh, who is a Afrobeat artist that I really, really like, oh, released a um, new single with J Balvin, Latin music superstar called Lento. Super dope. Um, I'll probably do a write-up of that at some point this week. B.O.B. released a new one, which is interesting because he just released that album. Um, but this one is with Sunny Digital on production called Dog with two Gs. Uh, Mariah Carey uh, re-released or re-released a revamped version of her song, Oh Santa, from one of her Christmas albums. She added Ariana Grande and Jennifer Hudson to the song. And it's not as loud as I thought it was going to be, but... It's up there. There are some high notes being hit on that one there. Um, I did do a write-up of it on the blog, so you can check the blog for my full review of that song. But that is out. The weekend um, did a remix to his song Blinding Lights, which, Jesus, that like how long ago did that shit come out? But it features Rosalia, who is the uh, Latin singer that is pretty huge, pretty big. I fucks with her music. Um, and she's been... Featured on a lot of American uh, acts lately, so that they definitely got that crossover shit going. Um, but that is out. Uh, producer TM88 released a new one called So High with Wiz Khalifa and Roy Woods. That is out. Chance the Rapper released a very strange song called Are You Live? Featuring Jeremiah, who is, I think, out of the hospital now. Prayers um, still to him as he's you know recovers from that COVID fight. Um, but the song also features Valley and yeah, it is, I should have just did that because that, but that shit is just strange. Just go look it up. Listen, I don't, I don't understand. Um, but that is out. Um, let's see. Dixie D'Amelio releases a new one called one whole day featuring Wiz Khalifa. Other singles, 24 Golden released a new single called Coco featuring the baby. Evanescence uh, released a new one called Yeah Right. Greta Van Fleet released a new one called Age of Machine. All Time Low released a new single called Monsters featuring Demi Lovato and Black Bear. Britney Spears released a new one as well called Swimming in the Stars. We'll probably do a write-up of that at some point this week as well. That is out. Um, let me see. I feel like that was a lot of the, um, more of the, the singles that came out. As far as the albums go, that was also kind of light. Um, Sean Mendez released his new album called Wonder. I did do, I can't remember if it was a podcast episode or a blog write-up of the single that he released with Justin Bieber, which I really enjoyed. Have not had a chance to get into that album yet, but I will definitely check that out at some point. Pop Smoke, uh, they did release a deluxe to Meet the Woo 2, even though I thought they had released a deluxe already to that. I don't know what's going on. 
Um, but that is out. Amine released a deluxe to his album Limbo. Rico Nasty uh, released her album Nightmare Vacation. Super dope. Listen, Rico is one of those um, female rappers that has just like a kind of alternative vibe to her music, um, but it's actually super dope. We'll um, do a write-up of a song from that album at some point this week, so be sure to check the blog for that as well. Um, Let's see. That might have been some of the bigger albums. Oh, YFN Lucci released his new album, Wish Me, Wish Me Well 3. We'll be doing a song from that for the episode, so we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. Um, let's see. Yeah, that was probably some of the bigger, more recognizable, uh, album releases. Like I said, it was kind of light. There's a lot of just kind of, uh, lesser known releases. So just, you know, scroll through your, whatever streaming platform that you choose. And honestly, you can just hit shuffle and probably discover some dope artists that you did not even know existed is one of those kind of release weeks but let's go ahead and get into the songs that we're going to do for today's episode we'll start off with little baby like i mentioned released two new singles um one of them is called everybody i'm gonna go on and play it and i tell you what i think about it i'm finding everybody Helicopter in the middle of the hood, I'm flying everybody. All these fainty niggas be chasing, I swear I don't care about it. Boy, you play, you gon' die front of everybody. Leave some blood on the street, buy some red bottoms. Hard to hell, but I wish that they head shot and see my niggas on where the fans I used to got. I for a pilgrim, go out the way and come back with a lot of them bitches. I used to dream about Connor when we live in Linux, now I stay on top of them bitches. I wouldn't give a damn if he ran them up a whole big and I still wouldn't acknowledge the nigga. He put my name in the song, where the fuck is he on? I don't care, but we gotta go get him. House big as fuck in the middle of nowhere. I dig it down, I don't care with my hoe up. I made the kill spin the block on the four wheel. Not for real, spin the block on the four wheel. Dollars for me, that ain't no deal. Hadn't made it time since in like three years. All this rap shit, I ain't even talking about this trap shit. I just hope they can take it. I keep me a style like making a residency out in Vegas. Might fly to LA and go forward with LeBron and the Lakers. Come back to Atlanta with Jada, but told us to take out the neighbors and stack all the paper. Whatever we want, buy it later. I know how this shit on a hater and handle the business. Whatever God give me, I'm grateful. I'm finding everybody. Helicopter in the middle of the hood, I'm flying everybody. I just fainty niggas be chasing, I swear I don't care about it. Boy, you play, you gon' die front of everybody. Leave some blood on the street, buy some red bottoms. Hard to hell, but I wish that they head shot and free. My nigga alone, where the fuck is that? for everyone around me. I ran it up, how the fuck is you down me? She said for life, how the fuck is you climbing? Bought all this water, I'm never gon' drown. I'm in New York, I'm perfecting my sound. I hold them out and they let me down again. I ain't coming back around again. All right, that is new music from Lil Baby. Um, he celebrated his birthday last week. I think it was like, I don't know, fuck shit, I don't know. And the nigga was celebrating every goddamn day last week. But um, he gifted us with two new songs, this one and the other one that was called uh, On Me, which I think he had kind of previewed earlier when he went on vacation. It was like a little mini video and the song was playing and it was not out. And so, of course, his fans were like, where the hell is this song? Been looking for it. And so he finally decided to release that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he is clearly on top of rap right now. Um even if it's not your type of music, it's not your bag. It's kind of, he's kind of unavoidable. There's no way that you can just kind of go along 
um, as a regular music listener and not catch Lil Baby either on something or one of his own songs because he's just, like I said, on top of the shit. He's everywhere. Um, and it seems like he's just getting better with each release. You know, he's one of those artists that I didn't really fuck with when he came out. Uh, not that I disliked him, but it was just kind of like, all right, here we go. Another nigga from Atlanta rapping. Um, then with QC, it was just kind of like, it felt like it was going to be along those same Migo type lines, but no, he has, you know, found a way to shift his career and, People are taking him seriously. I actually respect him as a rapper, which is not something I could say before. Um, and it's just after really getting a chance to listen, especially that last album, My Turn, um, I just really just, you know, my level of respect for him just truly went up. Um, and it's weird because a lot of the production on his uh, stuff, I won't say it sounds the same, but they're along the same veins. Um, but it doesn't sound repetitive and you don't hear people telling him, oh, it's the same flow, like the same type of shit they do with the baby um, and with now Megan. Uh, but it, I don't know. He find, he somehow finds a way for it not to be repetitive. He does do like you can even hear right before I cut this song, like the flow switch ups. He does that. Um, but a lot of that production is just kind of along those same lines, but it doesn't really sound pathetic. Pathetic. Wow. <laughs> it doesn't sound repetitive um but yeah I know he's just and the music just comes off as he comes off as super authentic through the music um I know he said he's about to work on a new album even though my turn just came out um in February of this year but I think you know with the re recent snubs from the Grammys and some of these other award shows that hadn't really recognized him you know I think he's you know, probably feel something inside of him that's like, yeah, ready to get back to the music. He doesn't come off as he cares about that type of stuff, but just, you know, his response would it be, I'm just going to put out more hot shit and then, you know, deny that I'm dope after that. Okay. So it's almost like that, but I definitely don't think he gives a damn about not being nominated for a Grammy. I think he's just like, look, I'm gonna make the music, make this money, which is most important. And, you know, if they fuck with it, they don't, Oh, well, you know, he knows his fans do. And so I think if you're a fan of Lil Baby, you'll be happy with both of these releases. They both sound great in the car. And yeah, I'm excited to hear more. I'm excited to see who else he collabs with on his own stuff. I know he said he wasn't doing features no more right now because he is in album mode. But, you know, just after the year he's had, I can imagine that he can get some pretty good features on his own project. So I'm interested to see you know, who and uh, who he works with and what that uh, product actually sounds like. But that is everybody, little baby. All right, next up, we're going to slow it down a little bit. Go to singer Aunt Clemens, who released a new song called Better Days featuring Justin Timberlake. Yes, Justin, oh yeah, he's back. Um, let me go ahead and play it and I can tell you what I think about it. There's a light at the end of the tunnel Keep your eyes on the road ahead But if you're feeling lost in the night It's okay to cry Just as long as you hold your head Cause we're on our way to better Better's ahead Better's ahead Because what is for it gets better 
from aunt clemens um and so if you're anything like me you were probably like who what so um he's from new jersey he kind of started off as a songwriter and then at some point connected or uh was noticed uh by kanye and then kanye you know how he do he find a good one he gonna ship him to wherever he at and lock him away. And so he uh, started writing a bunch of songs. Um, he did a lot of work on Kanye's Jesus is King um, project. I think originally, you know, remember, I think Kanye had said he was gonna call it something else. And then apparently he wrote a bunch of songs, but then turned into Jesus is King. And so they only took a few of those songs that Aunt, uh, wrote on there and included it on that project. And so... Um, I recently, you know, I think I've seen his name because after looking through his discography, seeing people that he's worked with, I feel like I have definitely seen his name as a featured artist on some stuff, but I still was just kind of like, who is he? Don't really know. Um, and then when the Grammy nominations came out and I saw that his album, uh, happy to be here was given, uh, best R&B album, like album of the year nomination, I was like, who is this? Especially because Summer did not get nominated. Tiana didn't. I mean, there was several women uh, that did not get nominated that I think many people felt like he took their place because, you know, he's not as widely known or recognized. And um, I just was kind of like, hmm, who is this artist? Like, I have to hear this album because this wasn't, I think he had a couple nominations. Um and so I actually did not get a chance yet to go back and listen. So when this song actually came out on Friday, I think I clicked on it and then it took me to the album or I think I accidentally clicked on the album somehow. But I started listening because I thought it was a brand new album. And um, yeah, I started listening to the album, not realizing that this was the album. And I'm just kind of like, OK, this Aunt Clemens dude sounds he sound cool and all, but. I don't know about Grammy nominations. Then I realized that the album I was listening to was the album that was nominated for R&B album of the year. And that shit is not better than over it. It's not better than, uh, what the hell is up? I forgot what Tiana's album's called, but it ain't better than that. Or Kaylani's album, honestly. It just sounded real basic to me. And that's not in a bad, I mean... I don't mean that it sounded bad, but it just to get album of the year, especially over some of these other albums that came out. I'm I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. The album did have some have some great features on there. Pharrell is on there. Ty Dolla Sign, Timbaland. Um, it's only an eight song project at that, but it ain't. It definitely is not better than some of these um other albums that came out that definitely were snubbed. Um. But yeah, I mean, even from you can hear from this song, like he sound cool, but I'm I'm just not wild. I'm not I'm not feeling the 
your first album, you getting album of the year already. Like it just, it didn't give me those types of vibes. Um, it was good to hear Justin. Um, Justin sounded good. Sound like he didn't got up out them woods a little bit. We'll see if he stays. Um, I don't know what he got going on next, but yeah, like you hear this song. I mean, and true enough, this is like one of those inspirational songs, which I'm not the biggest fan of already. So there could be that, but even just listening to some of that album, I'm just so confused. Like who does he know? Because what? Yeah. I, I just, I wasn't seeing an album of the year nomination off of that one, but you know, this shit is all a game. It's all politics. So I honestly, I don't even know why I ask these questions. They're more rhetorical. You know, I'm not really looking for answers, but yeah, that is Aunt Clemens. The song is called Better Days featuring Justin Timberlake. All right, next up, we're going to go to rapper, singer Melly from Harlem. She speak of the Espanol. Sometimes we'll do her music in, um, in her language. Uh, she released a new single called You Ain't Worth It featuring Black. Let me play it and I can tell you what I'm thinking. You just wanna sex and party all these bitches up But baby, I done had enough Ain't care for diamonds or the club, just wanted all your love See, the more I piece up stories, ain't no adding up Guess you fooled me, thought you wouldn't be on cool shit Had to check myself for putting up with bullshit Had to fun and keep it cute and keep it pushing Had to drop you, now you see me on that new shit And my new nigga, he got big racks from Melly. Um, she has been growing, um, I guess in, uh, recognizability. I don't know if that's the right word, but, um, a lot of people are recognizing who she is. No, she is more and more. She's been doing a lot more releases. I have covered her a couple times on the blog and on the podcast. She's from Harlem. Um, initially I think I was kind of introduced to her from not necessarily a feud or beef, but some, misunderstandings that she was having with Meek Mill, who she, um, I don't know if she was actually signed to him or he was trying to sign her. Um, but 
she got out of that situation and then started releasing more music and I just was kind of like oh she's actually super dope she initially kind of broke into the industry with she did a Spanish version of Cardi's Bodak Yellow that apparently was a huge hit amongst many I don't think I I definitely didn't discover her that way uh or through that particular song but she has some other ones songs of her own they're super dope like I said she raps and she sings and sometimes she'll even just break out in Spanish mid song um so she makes uh dope music but it is interesting I did find out that she is apparently signed to Tory Lanez I'm not sure how like if it's management I don't know how like record label uh but that is very interesting because I wonder is she still signed to Tory Lanez um I did read an article of an interview that she did where she kind of just talked about that relationship and that signing and she did say that he was kind of like her best friend so I'm very curious to see where that relationship stands today and how it affects her music. She's still putting out music. She um, actually released something not too long ago as well. So it's not really uh, look like affecting it too bad unless she just kind of got out of that out of that deal. But the song is cool. Um, it's like with many of her songs, like I like them, but I don't necessarily like them enough to go back or they're just not that they don't leave that much of a lasting impression on me. Like I listen to it. I like it, but I'm not necessarily rushing to save it to my favorites. Um, but you know, I do recognize that she is super dope, super talented. Um, this is definitely kind of like a girl song, even with the black feature. Can't really hear too many men singing, rapping along to this one, uh, just because of the content and some of the stuff that she's getting off on it. But she is super dope. I don't think she has released an actual album yet. Um, so she's still kind of relatively, I don't, I don't like using the word unknown because, you know, every artist got their little core fan group, but she's just not mainstream. That's probably the better word. She's not mainstream quite yet. And so um, I'm curious just to see what she has planned, what might be coming up next. Um, let me see. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see um, what comes after this and if a project is coming and if Tory Lanez has any sort of involvement with it, that will definitely be interesting. So that is Melly featuring Black, You Ain't Worth It. All right, last up, we're going to go to this YFN Lucci. Like I mentioned, just released his latest album, Wish Me Well 3. Song I'm going to pick off of that to do for the episode is called Money to Get. Let me play it and I can tell you what I'm thinking about the song as well as the album. DJ lavishly. Look, anywhere it's smoke, I know I'm gonna need my stick. Yeah, I can say no ho, I ain't no Superman bitch. Yeah, how the fuck you broke? Oh, you been spending on that little bitch. Yeah, you know I send my shooter, my shooter on miss. Look, woke up this morning, little honey, you know I'ma need that spit. Yeah, yeah. I burn my teeth in the morning, fuck you under them money to get. Look, I can't be arguing and beefing with all of them money to get. Yeah, look, why is you all on this dick when all of them money to get? Look, woke up this morning, little honey, you know I'ma need that spit. Yeah, yeah. I burn my teeth in the morning, fuck you under them money to get. Look, I can't be arguing and beefing with all of them money to get. Yeah, look, why is you all on this dick when all of them money to get? Yeah, the club hold 10, I'ma let your whole fire. Nah, I ain't gonna be selfish. 
If a nigga talk shit, I'ma put the Glock right to the face like he tryna take a selfie. I'm a young fly nigga, kick a whole lot of shit. Ain't no telling what a nigga might step in. Might do the Christian Dior. These ain't the stars. Nah, these ain't no deceptions. I told him to roll. You smoked out of the jokes. And I told you that I don't even like that. I done told the little hoe. I done wrote the little hoe. And the little bit didn't even write back. Look, he tell my son in here, bro. Them niggas some hoe, man. Them little niggas ain't even like that. She keep on calling my phone. I just got some dough. And I told her it wasn't even like that. I'm trying to get some head on the boat. She trying to ride the kid. I told her, hoe, drive the boat. When Dubai, my bro rap the fire. Shout out to the lows, huh? Me and BG, I almost died, huh? Let's make a toast, huh? Look, anywhere it's smoke, I know I'm gonna need my stick. Yeah, I can say no hope, I ain't no Superman, bitch. All right, new album from Wire Fan Lucci, Wish Me Well 3. Um, and the first and the second were actually released as mixtapes. So this one he decided to do an album. Um, probably cause mixtapes just really aren't really a thing anymore. Um, but those two were kind of the first two projects that really kicked his career off. Um, and so, you know, I kind of got introduced to him through the first wish me well and, um, kind of became a fan when I say I was like a huge fan, like I wasn't buying no concert tickets or nothing like that, but Really fuck with Lucci, would look out for his music. Um, but then he kind of just started, he started releasing a lot of mixtapes, a lot of EPs. Um, then he finally released his debut album, which was actually pretty good. But then the releases that came after that kind of lost me a little bit. Um, like I would find a couple of songs that I liked off of it, but it wasn't the feeling that I had from some of his other works where I could just kind of listen all the way through, ride to it and be satisfied. Um, so I was a little worried. Um, he did release two singles for this project, Man Down, which I think I did on a podcast episode when it released. Did like that single a lot. Then he released another one called September 7th, which was kind of meh. So I just, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect from this particular project uh when I saw that it dropped and I saw that the first track had bigger ranking on it I was like okay you know they've collabed before and some of his best uh some of my favorite Lucci projects he was involved in kind of did the intro set the tone for the album and so I was thinking all right this is a good sign you know we went back to bigger ranking is we're gonna get them same types of vibes and as I listened I was I was happy with what I heard it's a nice solid album from beginning to end it's a lot of songs it's my only complaint 21 songs on there um so I feel like that probably could have been cut down a little bit, but you know, I'm not mad at what he gave us. Definitely felt like a, just a complete album, a complete project, more of a complete project than the last releases. Um, this has got a lot of dope features on here. Um, got a song with Rick Ross and Leighton Green as dope. I think he's kind of pushing that as his next single because he did release, I think a video for that over the weekend, but Boosie's on here. Um, Mozzie, uh, Jack Boy, and Young Fly Liberty. His daughter Lib is on here, which I love. They actually known uh, Liberty since she was like a baby. Her and my daughter went to the same preschool. So this is just hilarious to me to see she's on this. Um, and she's only kind of doing like a little singing. She's not like rapping, rapping on it, but just thought that was cute. Get that baby some writing credit. Um, but yeah, it's just a really good album. You know, this is one of those that I'm gonna keep listening to for a while. I just kind of put on as I'm riding around. It just kind of gives me those feels. And I was satisfied with what I heard after I heard it. Like I was like, all right, bet we can go on and save this one. Cause you know, I already knew that I was going to be going 
back to it. Um, even I would say there were some samples on the album, which I wasn't mad at, but I was just like, it just made me think, okay, like they spent some money on this project. Um, cause there were some pretty, what I can't remember now, of course, all the time, I need to start taking notes as I listen. Um, I can't remember now at the top of my head, but there were some samples that I remember as I was listening, thinking, Ooh, this is, was expensive. Like, you know, so it just, you know, to me, it just shows that he has matured in music. It, that's just the sound that I got just from how the album was put together. Um, I don't know if I could say the same about his personal life and being mature in that, but as far as the music goes, it just sounded like, you know, older Lucci that's been in the game for a little bit now that, you know, knows how to put out a nice, solid, uh, complete project. And I feel like that's what, that's what we got. Um, this particular song, uh, definitely stood out to me, caught my attention because the production is something different that you don't normally hear from Lucci. It was kind of less melodic. Um, but I just remember thinking like, Oh, I, I actually like him on this. It doesn't feel like he trying too hard. You know, it does. I'm sure there was an intentional, let's switch it up a little bit, but it didn't feel forced. Um, and then I had to go look like, all right, who did the beat on this? And he actually was one of the co-producers of the song. And as far as I know, that's a new craft for him. I don't think he's produced before, or at least I'm not aware of. And I actually really liked the beat. So Lucci might got him a little side gig uh, to focus on as well. Um, there are some other songs that I felt like may have been a little more single worthy uh, than the Rick Ross one. I do like it, but I just feel like it sounds like more of the same of what he released. I kind of wish he would release this one. I feel like this is one of them songs that'll be kind of like a club hit, but not necessarily one that him or his label pushes as a single. But it's one of those that people will recognize and will know. Um so yeah, I just think that he needs to work on like marketing. That Man Down song was a super dope song. Um, and I feel like if it was marketed right, it could be huge. It still has, I think, potential. Uh, but it sounds like that he's focused or seems like he's focusing on some other singles um, as opposed to working that. But I just think overall, in general, they just need to push him more, do a little bit of marketing with him. And, you know, once people hear the project, they will be kind of sold from there. But um that's all I got for that Lucci project fucking with it. And that is a good place to wrap it up for today's episode. Again, 100 episodes. Um, I was trying to think of something cool to do like a little giveaway Well, I couldn't come up with something. Cause I hate that damn marketing, um, scheme where it's like tag three people and tell, yeah, I hate that. So I did not want to do no shit like that, but what did come to me is a little mini trivia. So I'm going to uh, give you an answer to a trivia question. And if you tweet me, DM me on Instagram, however, anything but Facebook, because I don't check the messages. But if you DM me, tweet me, IG me, um, he'll email me the answer to this question. You will win a free Music Is My Soulmate t-shirt. Um in the size of your choice. Uh, and so the question is going to be, um, if you know me, you know, I go to a lot of concerts, a lot of music festivals, um, live music is like my jam. Um, COVID has now ruined that. Uh, even though I have gotten a couple, I get, I got a couple, uh, live music experiences so far this year. Well, actually just one big boy, but, um, yeah, COVID has ruined that. So if you can tweet me, IG me, DM me, however you can, uh, 
tell me the last concert that I was able to go to before the world shut down. Um, the answer is Summer Walker's concert for her uh, Over It tour. If you can tell me that answer, which I just gave you, meaning you had to have gotten to this part of the episode to get the answer to that question, um, then you will win a free t-shirt. So holla at me, let me know. Um, but yes, thank you guys for listening, um, to my subscribers, regular listeners, readers. Thank you guys again so, so much. I know you hadn't really been here for all a hundred, but even if this is your second, third, fourth episode, thank you for coming back to listen. This was your first time listening. Thank you for deciding to at least give it a try. Check it out. If it wasn't your shit, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I cannot refund your time. So, so sorry. If you're still listening to this point, then you didn't hate it that much. Try to come back next week. Um, but please connect, like us on our social media pages. Erk Music Geek is on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Medium, Apple News. Um, hopefully you know where to find the podcast episodes by now. But if not, or if you're looking for other options, we are on the iTunes podcast app, Spotify, Google podcast, um, Deezer, CastBox, iHeart, most of the standard uh, podcast apps, we are there. Um, I did forget to mention earlier in the episode, if uh, there was any song that you heard on the episode that you would like to hear in its entirety, because I do not play the whole song, just go to the website, irkedmusicgeek.com, click on the podcast episodes link, whatever episode you're looking for, you will find um, the full length versions of every song featured on that particular episode. Also, another podcast listening option is that same podcast episodes page. Click on whatever episodes you're looking for. There is an audio player right there on the page. You can just press play, listen straight from the website. You can even download straight from the website. So if you want to avoid apps, it's a perfect way to listen. If you like to listen at your desk at work and use your desktop computer so that you're not wasting your phone battery or your phone data, that is always a good option um, to listen. But thank you guys again. Um, I hope to do a hundred more of these things. You know, being able to consistently do something every week is not an easy task. And so I'm proud that I, you know, kind of have kept it going, even with little breaks here and there, especially if you've been a regular listener for a while, you know, there have been some, some gaps. And so I'm glad that I got back on the track and I'm going to keep it going till, you know, till hopefully the wheels don't fall off, but till they fall off. Um, but yes, another also update. And I want to tell you, um, oh, I think I already talked about that, the irk of the day. So yeah, I think that is all that I have for you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for reading. Be sure to check the blog throughout the week um, as I will be doing write-ups of songs that I did not feature on today's episode. And you all stay safe. If you are in Georgia today, today, today is the last day to register to vote for the January 5th election. Please, if you know somebody in high school that's a senior that's um, going to be 18 by January 5th, please have them register today. They don't have to be 18 today. They just have to be 18 by January 5th. Um, and today is that deadline to get that done. So um, yeah, that's all that I have for you guys. I will holler at you all next week. Peace. <laughs>